views expressed in this program are those of the participants. I'm Danielle Metz. And I'm Robert Vaughn. And this is The Danielle Metz Show, broadcasting on WBCQ. Quote, Content policy and the decision to remove a creator page has absolutely nothing to do with politics and ideology and has everything to do with a concept called manifest observable behavior. The purpose of using manifest observable behavior is to remove personal values and beliefs when the team is reviewing content. It's a review method that's entirely based on observable facts. What is a camera scene? What has an audio device recorded? doesn't matter what your intentions are, your motivations, who you are, your identity, your ideology. The trust and safety team only looks at manifest observable behavior. We get rigorous and scientific because we're talking about removing a person's income. The authority to take away a human being's income is a sobering responsibility. It's not something to be done on a whim. Said Jack Conte, the CEO of Patreon, stated in a YouTube video back in 2017 regarding Lauren Southern's page being removed. This video, which is strangely in age-restricted mode on YouTube based on, quote, community guidelines, is making the rounds again due to the removal of Sargon of Akkad's page without warning. The banning of Sargon was ostensibly over his use of the N and F words on another YouTuber's channel in response to alt-right trolling. He was using their words against them. He wasn't even speaking on his own channel, and the interview in question was in no way linked to Patreon. The ripple effect was massive. People started to flee the platform, and it cost completely unrelated Patreon creators substantially. Sam Harris and many others closed their accounts, and others are currently moving their business elsewhere as fast as possible. It's in this environment that Jacqueline Hart from Patreon's Trust and Safety team reached out to Matt Christensen, unsolicited, via email. He arranged a phone call with her, and having been asked not to record it, instead, transcribed it in its entirety. I highly encourage you to check out his video called My Call with Patreons, Jacqueline Hart, published on his channel on December 22nd, 2018. The central theme of this call is that Patreon ignores its own terms of service when convenient and applies certain standards subjectively on a, quote, case-by-case basis, taking a creator's intentions and full body of work into account, in complete opposition to Jack Conte's statement that they're, quote, rigorous and specific, and that, quote, intentions and ideology didn't come into play, only manifest observable behavior, a.k.a. mob. Sargon and many other creators moved to Subscribestar, which found itself promptly deplatformed by PayPal and had to spend payments and subscriptions. So, Robert, we've seen the seemingly specific targeting of any voice that is even remotely right of the alt-left before. Is it a conspiracy that appears to be, or are we just seeing patterns where none exist? And either way, in a world where we are increasingly dependent on the internet for both our information and, for some of us, income, what are we to do when we are being silenced? Is it a conspiracy? Of course it's a conspiracy. Conspiracy doesn't necessarily mean that things are hidden. I think it was Steve Bannon at um, the Cambridge Union who said, don't look at the Vatican. It's not the Illuminati. It's in your face. The conspiracies are all around you and they're manifest, observable behavior. (laughs) They are there. And or manifest observably blatant. You just have to look, for example, at the United Nations saying, this is what we want to do with the world. We want to have 100 million people in Canada. We want to have 275 million people in Germany, 400 million people in Sweden. And of course, they're not all going to be Swedes. I mean, they don't hide it. Yeah. It's out in front that they want to destroy the world. But it seems so unbelievable because it seems, it's just so blatant right in front of your eyes. You just like, you can't believe your lying eyes. 
Why would anybody say that? Why would they admit to that? Well, they learned that they can get away with it. And not only that, it becomes the the, the sort of voice of authority. If somebody is, is saying this and they are a multi-billionaire with a huge company and they are saying that people can't say the N-word anywhere in the world and then and remain on our platform, then people think that, oh, well, maybe that it's... Maybe that's important then that people shouldn't be able to do this. Maybe Jack Conti, being a billionaire and such a uh, a respected person, I know this particular idea is becoming more acceptable because it's being repeated by people in authority, whether it is a politician, Justin Trudeau saying something, or Jack Conti, or Mark Zuckerberg. Well, interestingly enough, if you actually search the N-word on Patreon's site, you get 10 pages of responses. Of course. Yeah, Carl Benjamin was singled out. I'm not even sure why, because he, I would not say, is necessarily right-wing. He disc- defines himself as a, uh, I think, an Classic, English an classical English classical liberal. liberal. Yeah. He is very pro-capitalism and very pro-free speech. And I think the free speech is where the, the, lo- the lines are being drawn now. Jack Conti is chastising Carl Benjamin, or J- Jacqueline, uh, what's her name, Jacqueline, Jacqueline Hart, Hart yeah. is chastising and taking away the income of Carl Benjamin, a British man, for using a word that over in Britain may not be as offensive as it is for Jacqueline Hart or her um, snowflakes in the United States. And she said she fully understood the context uh, when Matt Christensen was asking her about the fact that um, you understood the context he was using it in. And she said, well, yes. He was on a, I believe it was like some sort of uh, racial, they call them the alt-right, but they're technically left because they believe in racial divisions. And he was calling them white N-words, saying they're behaving like they believe that N-words behave. And that is completely, in context, that makes complete sense. And that's not calling anybody any bad names. That's just saying, throwing it back in their face. This is how you're acting. And And then... He went on to say that, Matt Christensen, that is, went on to say that I use some offensive language in my own private Twitter feeds and my own private, you know, texting and stuff like that. If that is discovered at some point in the future, are you going to ban me? Because this, the, what Sargon was being banned for was 10 months prior mm-hmm. to current. And he, they're like, well, we have to take it on a case-by-case basis and we have to discuss. So they're using it as an arbitrary, we decide whether we want to get rid of you or not. The terms of service or explicitly do not cover this. And even Jack Conte said that the terms of service are very vague. So they can use them willy-nilly as they see fit to silence whoever they want to silence and to take away their income. That's a big thing. And to cause the ripple effect to take away a whole bunch of other people's income as well. Yes, that that's the tragic thing about this. Patreon had become or was becoming a platform for for, for um, people to give money to creators that they, they liked. And, and we actually, for Just Right Media, set up a Patreon account. And we are getting away from it. We're closing it. Uh, it's too arbitrary. You can't trust them. No, we just, we simply, as Jacqueline Hart said, if you want to make sure that what you're posting, or actually it doesn't mean to have to be on Patreon. No. Where you're posting anywhere. Yep. On YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, wherever, even on shortwave as we're broadcast. Then you pass it through me first. Yep. And then I will let you know whether that is acceptable. And, then we'll and of course, you know we're can... not going to do that. No. Nobody is. Well, can you imagine? They, she said there's like 17 people on this Trust and Safety Committee. How are they going to process all these applications for their go-ahead? 
what a Norwellian term, oh, trust and yes, safety. Yes, I know. I was like, geez. Safety? safety? Like, like there's danger in putting something on the internet yes. or giving somebody money? Words. Again, words are violence. Yeah. Trust? You just lost all, all trust. trust. And everybody's yeah. leaving you, and I'm so happy about that. And I'm I, the, the unfortunate part is a lot of people are taking a really severe financial hit for this. But, you know, necessity is the mother of all inventions. So I hope this spurs people like Dave Rubin and Jordan Peterson to come up with their own platform, payment platform, which they've been promising to do, which would be an excellent alternative and independent. Oh, yes. And I think that we would join that if it uh, ever ever got its feet on the ground. If which... I understand correctly, Jordan Peterson has foreseen that this was going to be coming, so had been planning this for quite some time. Now it's just going to be an accelerated process of getting it up and running. We here at Just Right have also seen a lot of things which have made us consider alternatives. For example, we're not only on Twitter, we're on Gab. Uh, we have a Minds account, not just Facebook. BitChute, we have an account at BitChute. We have videos there. So, yeah, we're unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Di- you have to diversify. Yeah, here we are talking about such things uh, that 50 years ago would have been mainstream, like freedom of speech, patriotism, nationalism, all of the things that 50 years ago were... A uh, given. Were a given that didn't even need to be talked about, and then probably, perhaps that's where we went wrong. Yes, we stopped talking, talking about, about it. it. I guess one of the problems of this is that because... They're, they're bottlenecking the the, pro, the process because you get used to you deal with YouTube, you deal with Google, you deal with Facebook, and then or Patreon and PayPal and stuff like that. And then when they start acting untoward like they are now, then they force you to do so much extra work that they're counting on weeding us out. They want us gone. So the more difficult they make it for us, the better it is for them. To get back to your point about conspiracies, yeah, I think this is all conspiratorial you saw it with not uh, organic that's for sure well you saw it with alex jones yep first they came for alex jones (laughs) (laughs) pretty much pretty much when they all ganged together what was it facebook instagram twitter yeah and like um and youtube or snapchat or something stupid like that some weird thing that it was like people still post on that they're all silicon it is not hidden it is in your face they blatantly tell you unless you are left of center Unless you far are left of extremely far left, yes. As a matter of fact, any, any, any Antifa stuff is up there. Terrorist stuff there from uh, Muslim terrorist organizations yeah. oh, that, is up there. That's fine. You're just not allowed to comment on it. Yeah. Because you're not a terrorist. Right. Yes. Or you How can dare say, you? You can say the N-word as long as you're black. Yes, exactly. You know. That's all good. And, and that kind of blatant, in-your-face, conspiratorial, communist propaganda is what we're up against. Yep. And it's, it's it's quite the shame, actually, I mean, to see in 50 years going from uh, people extolling the virtues of the United States Constitution or freedom of speech or patriotism or nationalism, the, the value of having your borders and your country being different than another country and your culture being better than other cultures, which is blatantly obvious, Yes. to a, a, a time when to even mention those things may get you, well, I mean, demonetized is one thing, but actually... But that's the first step. Taken off of the internet altogether. Yes, they can deperson you. Pretty much. But uh, luckily, the internet is... We're we're still feeling our way around here. Yeah, it's vast. But we're at the absolute infant stage when it comes to the internet. And and communist organizations like Twitter and Jack (laughs) Conti and Mark Zuckerberg and the whole bunch of these left-wing loonies are going to find that they are playing with fire. Oh, yeah, because the pushback. 
The pushback, uh, just consider, for example, uh, Ford. Ford came out and says, you can get a Model T in any color you like as long as it's black. All of a sudden, overnight, General Motors was born. But at some point in time, you know, you always have to go through these central processing facilities. If it's not PayPal, let's say Dave Rubin has on his channel a donate page where he has the ability to accept Visa, um, American Express, Discover, and all the other cards, right? But those, of course, are backed up by banks. And, you know, if I went to the Royal Bank of Canada and said I'd like a merchant visa to accept online donations, and they could very much say that, okay, well, we're going onto your website and we'll see what you're saying. Yeah, but Patreon was, during that with that um, conversation that Jacqueline had with Matt Christensen, she was talking about their backers because they just process the payments. They're not, they get their stuff from Visa, Mm -hmm. MasterCard, and PayPal. And she was intimating that they were being pressured by those entities in order to get rid of Sargon for what he had said. So you never know at some point, when is a bank going to be able to just deny you service? That's why I think things like Bitcoin are are, are taking off and cryptocurrencies. And I was suggesting to Bob the other day that um, we should look at it as a means of, not of investing, obviously, because it's just so volatile and there's really no value in it. But there is... A, At least a, an alternative. No, there's a use for it because if somebody gives you Bitcoin, let's say they give us $20 in Bitcoin, I can immediately turn that around on Kraken or what, another exchange and turn that into $20 Canadian and put that into the bank. The bank doesn't know where it came from. Yeah. All they know that it's it's from it's Bitcoin. There, there's no association there. Oh, so money this, laundering. <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, that's true. You know, and This is where the world is going. It's going underground. It's going into a dark web. It's going into using Tor so that you're not tracked. It's going into alternative social media platforms like Gab or Minds or MeWe. And they're going to pop up all the time. And some are going to take off. Some are not. Um, Bitcoin, I think, is probably going to take off if PayPal and Stripe and the banks and Visa are going to start looking back into your Facebook and YouTube history to see if you said the N-word anywhere (laughs) and then deny you uh, service because of that. This is absolute nonsense. Yeah, or the F-word, which I call freedom. (laughs) Yes, I think that word scares the life, scares the bejesus out of a Jack Conti more than the other F-word. Exactly. Well, on that note, take care, behave yourself, and don't censor yourself. Talk to you next week. Cheers. If you've enjoyed this presentation, visit www.justrightmedia.org for more programming that's not right-wing, it's just right. Right.